there. Welcome to the Republic Forum. What a beautiful day today. A nice breeze, a lot of sunshine, a little smoke in the air, I understand. I guess Canada's having a problem with fires, but you know what? I don't care. How's that? So anyway, uh, with me here today is uh, Mr. Bobby James, uh, the one and only. Uh, it's been a while since we talked. Yes, it has been a while since we've talked. Hey, listen, I want you know um, want to say uh, congratulations to all the uh, taxpayers in uh, Willimantic for passing all three budgets. Uh, you know where I am on that, but here's just a little analogy I, I want you to think about. You know, and I know you know uh, the. Uh, uh, what do you call them? The ickies and stickies and the people in charge are all happy. A rank and file. That's what I was looking for. Um, you know, if you went to the grocery store and you picked up a pound of hamburger and let's say 27%, you know, 27% of it was good and the rest of it was bad, would you keep buying that hamburger? Of course not. So why do we keep supporting school budgets when, you know, maybe 27 percent? Let's give them a high number. 30 percent of the kids, you know, are getting to 30 percent of the scores. And uh, but we keep fully funding it. I mean, why are we why are we buying a bad product and fully funding it? You know, I, that's what I don't understand. There's no accountability. They get their raises year after year. And, you know, some will argue, well, it's not a lot, you know, and we've got to do all this other stuff. Let's just get back to real simple reading, writing, arithmetic. I don't care how you feel. That's not important. My job there is to educate you uh, to be a productive citizen. You know, uh, so that's just me. I'm I'm a little hard that way. I don't have the warmest heart. You know, sorry to all you people out there. You know, and if the words bother you, well, <laughs> life's gonna just crush you then. But um, no, I I don't understand why why we keep fully funding. Uh, you know, we buy the piece of the pie, but there's only thirty percent of it, and I'm probably being kind. That's edible. You know, and and you put that on somebody's kitchen table, and they understand it. But so why don't we understand it in the real world when it comes to these other things? You know, one of the things I'd like to see is um, teach teacher um, negotiations and all this stuff. Um, go to a townwide budget referendums. Well, I agree with that. I, yeah, I, I think they should. You know, and. Uh, we we had our budget uh, meeting out in Columbia, and it passed too. And you know what? Uh, you you guys had a better voter turnout than we did, at five point two percent. I mean, we had thirty eight people show up to pass our budget. Well, that's the thing that discourages me is the fact that like whenever anything goes to town vote period there's just no there's it is a very very small percentage of the population that's actually invested in their own communities well the, you know to, to, to kind of help columbia along it was a zero mill increase well even even with all that now i'm just saying like in general you see a very 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 low community involvement i don't know if that's because people in connecticut in particular uh are just not invested in their towns because they're not expecting to stay here long enough to actually have any ramifications well, for Well, I it. don't know. Connecticut, can, you know. I mean, nearly I, people I, are moving in. I, I mean, I'm born and bred Connecticut. People are moving out. We're yeah. still on the high, We still lose more people than we gain. Yeah. Okay. And, it, and it's the uh, wealthier people that are leaving because they can. 
Mm-hmm. You know, but I still think Connecticut, you know, when it comes to the trees and the rivers and the ponds and the brooks and all that stuff, um, is a great place to live. No, I agree with you. I'm just simply saying, I'm saying, I'm wondering if the mentality, the reason why there's just so little, because I don't know if this is this is a national thing well, or if, just a if, Connecticut if, thing. If it's in Columbia, it's because uh, the Board of Selectmen, the Board of Finance do such a wonderful job. Well, that's that might be for Columbia, but look at the rest <laughs> of the towns. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But, uh, no, you know. I'm just trying to, I'm just well, speculating no, wildly. No, absolutely. Well, you know, this, these are our opinions. We're welcome to them. If, if you have one, um, you're more than welcome to call in and express yours at 860-450-1400 or 860-456-1400. There, see, I remembered those. How about that? And, um, boom, take care of that. And uh, in Columbia, I, I, I want to go to the town con- con- uh, board of selectmen meeting and suggest that we make it an all-day referendum from six to eight, you know, so we can up. Because, you know, whether it's 5.2% or 38 people well, that are you- deciding all this for everybody else. And I think if we made it all day, we might see the numbers go up in uh, Columbia. Here, um, I don't think... This this year, I know I was pretty quiet on the budget. I didn't necessarily run into any signs saying vote no or vote yes or anything like that. So sometimes I think when it's quiet like that and there's a low turnout, you know, uh, the powers to be actually kind of like that because, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they can turn out more of their own. Well, that that may all be true, and there probably is a, a degree of political manipulation to a certain extent. But of like, course, I mean, there there were, there but were... not to this degree. Not when you're seeing like five percent turnout only on, on a. And this this budget was actually somewhat. It wasn't terrible. Terrible. It wasn't terrible. Terrible. But it was there was there was some pushback. I, oh I well, you know there, you know I I I want a job like the uh, the guy at the t- town hall there and uh, a twenty thousand dollar raise. I think that's pretty cool. I but, mean, if you want to leave and they offer you twenty thousand, you know, I'm sure he's making over a hundred. I don't know exact his exact yeah. is, but you know what? If you want to leave, leave. But yeah, I'm just, why are we paying an extra twenty thousand dollars to keep somebody? But I'm just saying, like, I don't know why there's Did a he bribe them? Oh gosh, I, don't know. I have no idea. <sighs> Anyways, uh, I'm know, just I'm he, just trying he, to figure he, out why there's so much response. Speaking of which, <laughs> did you did speaking of which, not to not to go go down this tangent, but like I I gotta say, did you watch that CNN town hall? No, I did not. I I got rid of my TV. I stopped all that service from coming in the house. The TV's sitting there; it's unplugged, so it is not a parasitic load. Um, I've watched some TV, and I have decided that uh, most of the television is garbage. Well, I'm not going to argue with that per se, but like <laughs> I'm just simply saying that 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 was amazing. That's me. We have some clips from it too. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll start with uh, I don't know. Just pick. Pick. We're gonna have. We're well, gonna have. Uh, well, he's doing that. What I would did. I went to the library and bought. A, took out a book on battleships and from World War Two, and some of the reading is just amazing. No, it is. It yeah. is. It, so know, the, that's what I'm planning to do. God, I do a lot of those libraries. I've I've gotten more involved at my local town library. Oh, okay. it's it's good. Ready? Yeah, Ready. Good. My question to you is: Will you pardon the January six rioters who were convicted of federal offenses? I am inclined to pardon many of them. 
I can't say for every single one, because a couple of them, probably they got out of control. But, you know, when you look at Antifa, what they've done to Portland, and if uh, you look at Antifa, look at what they've done to Minneapolis and uh, so many other, so many other places. Look at what they did to Seattle and BLM, BLM. Many people were killed. These people, I'm not trying to justify anything. But you have two standards of justice in this country, and what they've done, and I, I love that question, because what they've done to so many people is nothing, nothing. And then what they've done to these people, they've persecuted these people. And yeah, my, my answer is, I am most likely, if I get in, I will most likely, I would say it will be a large portion of them. You know, they did a very... And it'll be very early on. And they're living in hell right now. So when it comes they're to living pardons, in hell. And they're policemen, and they're firemen, and they're soldiers, and they're carpenters, and electricians, and they're great people. Many of them are just great people. All right. Well, you know what? To a, a lot of that, I've got to uh, agree with them. And, and the part I agree with is, you know, right. some of the people you saw in some of those movies were just kind of caught up in the crowd. They weren't yeah, damaging things. I mean, you know, if you're a criminal by damaging something, I, I understand. But the the other thing, too, is that he talks about is the two-tier justice system. Well, yeah. And you know what? That's what's driving people nuts. Well, yeah. And, you know, you'd have to be blind not to see it, whether it's uh, local politics, state politics, or, you know, federal politics. You know, uh, there's you, the peon, the taxpayer, and there's mm -hmm. the establishment. And they kind of do whatever they do. They make a mistake, you know, and they kind of shrug their shoulders and say, well, we're sorry, but it's going to cost you more money. I mean, I, I was up in uh, the courts the other day, and I'm listening to the judge, and the, the courthouse sent paperwork to a wrong address. They transposed the number. Yep. They had all the same numbers. It just wasn't in the same order. And they had, so they had to postpone the case two weeks because the other mm -hmm. party didn't show up. And the judge kind of just looks at the person and says, well, you know, we're really sorry about the error. Yeah. It, but, you know, we're sorry and that's it. And it's continued for two weeks. So here's somebody that was there on time, did what they were supposed to do. And, be, and there's, you know, uh, no judgment. There's no uh, payback. There's no restitution for the extra two weeks because they made an error, you know, and, and judges are human and everybody's human and we make mistakes. There's no question about it. But, you know, if if it is, well, it, it I'll tell you, it wasn't about housing. If I make a mistake, I don't cross a T or dot and I, it's gone. You know, that's it. I'm coming back in two weeks to, or until I cross that T or dot that I. End of story. There's no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts, or wait a second. No, gone. So, uh, no, there's there's a huge two-tiered justice system out there. I'm not going to equate it to um, any kind of race either. Because, yeah. um, you know, I, I th especially I can only talk about uh, Will Amanek in our local uh, state, the only people, officers that I've ever dealt with, and they've all been extremely professional uh, mm -hmm. with me. And, you know, every now and then I kind of push the limit. I, I love... Uh, teasing some of the uh, marshals at the courts. I said, can you catch an old man running down the hallway? You know, as I make a quick step through the uh, metal detector, you know, and they, I, they've kind of guessed who it is me now, and I'm not going to try and outrun them. 
you know, because I wouldn't get very far. I know that. <laughs> but still, they, they smile and they kind of laugh and, you know, uh, but uh, I, I think it can happen to every, anybody. I, you know, I, and now with uh, so much of this, I'm going to say a, a BS out there about, you know, so they pull you over, you hand them your driver's license, okay? I'm going to have a driver's license going to show us, you know, 69-year-old uh, white male with white hair. So I, I get to look at the officer and say, well, you know, I don't identify with my picture anymore, and you're 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 bothering a uh, minority here. I you know I I'm um, what's the word they use? Identifying is uh, this that and the other thing with a plus on the end or a Q or who knows, you know. So I, how do they how do they get around this kind of stuff? I mean, how why did we ever inject alphabet soup and all this stuff? I mean, there's still only two genders. It's a he or a she. And if it's a he, she, well, it's not natural. Well, it's, it's, well, first of all, Unless you're a toad or something, or amphibian, I think some of those can reproduce by themselves. I'm not sure if that's okay, but I, I, uh, I'm not even going to go there, but, uh, (laughs) well, there are a lot of people out there that shouldn't reproduce. Uh, yeah. You know, I, and once again, on it's my one. opinion, you know, and you don't have to agree with it. But, you know, um, I you know what I like is um, Tucker Carlson going to Twitter. No. Oh, yeah. No, we got I, a I clip think, of that one. Right I here think too. that's a great platform because you know what? And I've said it on this radio show. I will defend your right to scream at me, you know, in an opposing, you know, viewpoint is. It, and I'll protect that right. Go ahead. So. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies, but most of the time that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is in fact true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have, but that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. 
Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. All right. I, you know, I really think he's correct there. And, you know, that's one thing we've always talked about on this show. So, you know, if yeah. he, he wants to come and do a show with us. He's got free speech here. We just can't <laughs> swear. You know, but, you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, uh, free speech um, doesn't need to ha include name calling and this and that. Yeah. You know, we call people. They get called Nazis. They get called this. They get called that. You know, I, I'm talking about that. That's more of a label than swearing at people. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I really don't like that. Um, but the tr the trouble is, a lot of times it's hard to carry on an intelligent conversation with people that that's all they want to do, or all they want to do is shout you down. The other thing is, I've noticed is that the, the definition of words appears to be changing and shifting dramatically. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was it was fascinating. So, like, have you ever read, um, gosh, what was it called? The, Ro the Road to Serfdom by um, no. Hike? No. So, in The Road to Serfdom, this guy he goes he has this long tangent. He's, he identifies he's he's a cons what is called a conservative political scientist okay. nowadays. But he pointed at this 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 concept out, and this is when I started like noticing this. And uh, so, in it, he goes and says, "I identify as a liberal. Um, that is my." political economic philosophy. However, if I say that to Americans, they won't know what I'm talking about because it conveys an entirely different set of circumstances compared because he was a British subject. Okay. He's like, when I talk to an American about this and I say this, it means something totally different. But if I, I could not call myself a conservative as an Englishman because they're monarchists. And it, the point I'm saying here is, is that nowadays, like the, the word liberal uh, used to mean that you were a traditional classical Jeffersonian Democrat or, or a person who shared the constitutional Republican views of the founding fathers. Nowadays, it means you're a socialist. Yes. And the, the problem is the, the word is and the, the word conservative because conservatives aren't really conservative because they're not really conserving something. They're 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 if anything, they're conserving liberty. But that's. That's not really what the point of conserv conserv the conservative philosophy is, because a conservative anywhere else in the world means you're a monarchist. So it doesn't it, it, it it's just all over the place, and the, and that's and that's not even getting into pronouns and everything else that's right, going that, on. That, that, yeah, that, you know, you got I got no need for pronouns. But another word he liked he came out with about the news media and things like that is being manipulated. Absolutely. So, so in our local, in, in the local towns and local governments, you know, think about how they come out and they pitch budgets 
and things like that and how they manipulate and how they use their words. You know, yeah. uh, you know, if you don't give us uh, the money we need for the school budget and so we get all our raises and percentages and steps and on and on, poor little Johnny's not going to get this or, you know, the kids aren't going to do that. Yeah, they punish that. the kids. Well, they, they use the kids as a tool to manipulate the parents into voting for the budgets. Can, can we just call them like human body shields? I mean, that's basically what it is. <laughs> well, I didn't want to uh, quite make them that inconsequential or that. But yeah, no, well, they, they use them as a human tool. shields. They use them as a tool against the parents of the town yeah. to say that, you know, um, if you don't do what we're asking for, you know, we're not going to be able to provide, you know, for, for the kids. But you know, and once again, nobody outside is looking at these budgets, you know, and saying, you know, to the teachers, what can you give back to help? I mean, the economy's mm-hmm. not good. You know, I, I you mm-hmm. know, uh, yeah. uh, for anybody to tell me that the economy is really doing well when you've got. Uh, oh, geez. Did you see PacWest? Uh, no. But major retail stores closing down. I mean, uh well, Bed Bath and Beyond is gone from Connecticut. Yep. You got the Christmas tree shops leaving. Yep. Um, I've got it on uh, some kind of authority that Pratt and Whitney's going to be gone soon. I mean, that's a, practically a ghost town down there. You know, they built a huge plant, plant downstairs. Yeah. yeah, I mean down south, but um, yeah, they've been moving out for a long time. I mean, we're not. You know, if it wasn't for EB and a few other places, we wouldn't make anything in Connecticut. I don't believe. Uh, a whole lot anymore uh, yep. you know and i could be very wrong on that there are probably a lot of little mom and pop shops and some well, big ones that i yeah, don't know but about you're, you're sure. under you, the underlying position is correct yes yeah, yeah you know and uh what we're number four from the top of uh highest tax states i mean the tax burden in the state is is huge you know what i'm waiting for i i i hoped uh, uh abbott governor of texas sends us a couple busloads of migrants to drop them off right there in Hartford, right in front of the Capitol. I think that'd be great. I mean, I, you know, uh, we've got to have a place in Maine and a lake, and they just dropped off two busloads in that little town up there. Uh, you know, and they were, I think it, they were Somalis, from what I remember reading. But, yeah. you know, I don't care where they come from, I, but they're migrants. I mean, you know, uh, where are the laws? I mean, and why aren't people being... Um, you know, uh, put in jail or losing their jobs and their pensions for, you know, these kind of violations. And it looks like the whole government's all intertwined. But while we're intertwined, we're going to go collect some money. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Republic Forum. I'm Jeff and here with Mr. Bobby James once again. And uh, you wanted to talk. Yeah, about- I want to go back to the because I, I still can't get over this, this, this CNN thing. So. Um, all right. So. John Nolte at the Bre- at Breitbart, uh, he he wrote an, an op-ed piece here. It's uh, entitled "Trump's Glorious Town Hall Performance Might Have Delivered the Final Kill Shot to CNN." <laughs> um, so here here here's what he says. This is what he says. So tell me what you think. Uh, President Trump appeared on far left CNN for 70 minutes last night. Just might have delivered the kill shot to a propaganda outlet that was already taking 10 count in the ratings. Boy, was I wrong. Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa, Mr. President. And you cannot imagine how happy I was to be so wrong. This is what he says. Even if Trump did well on CNN, I assume this would still be a win for CNN. 
Well, it wasn't. Instead, it was a catastrophe for the hoax network, which is why, right after the town hall, you could hear the tears of frustration in election meddler Jake Tapper's voice. They went nuts after this 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 town hall meeting. They went totally, totally okay, nuts. Now, Tapper, is he on CNN yeah, he's, or he's MSNBC on, he, or something? He's I, on CNN. I, I, know, I thought he was on CNN. MSNBC was going nuts this morning about it, too. Yeah, no, they, they're all going nuts. Yeah. So uh, Collins well, yeah. flew into that town hall on her broom, backed by breathless reports of a big new CNN contract by way of a big new promotion to CNN's 9 p.m. slot and proceeded to lay the biggest egg since the climate change wiped out the dinosaurs. Watching Trump reduce Collins to that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, like a learning disabled Mina bird dipped in bleach, had me rolling on the floor. Not sure really what a Mina bird is, but... I have no idea. Oh, he called her a mean person. Oh, Mina, whatever. Okay, so I think that's what he meant. Um... Anyways, so he moves on. Anyways, he, he just he walked over all her trip bars like Fred Astaire while she stood there looking like the last sheet in a roll of cheap paper towels. Trump pulling copies of his time-stamped tweets to prove Collins a liar was so far beyond ownage, the former president might have violated the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> Best of all... In an increasingly uptight and fascist culture, Trump made us laugh, and only fools underestimate the power of such things. It was glorious. Yes, CNN, LOL, will win the ratings night. No question. Chuck Cuck News firing Tucker Carlson was a bit of an affirmative action in that regard, and a ratings win is a victory. The problem for CNN is that this will likely be remembered as a Pyrrhic victory, which is defined this way. A victory that inflicts such a devastating toll on the victor that it is tantamount to a defeat. Such a victory negates any true sense of achievement or damages long-term progress. This could prove true for two reasons. The second being the most important. Uno. Wednesday night's town hall was CNN's opportunity to capture the eyes of the world and then prove to the world that sees CNN as a left-wing joke that things have changed over there. Instead, CNN proved it is still a dumpster fire of hate, lies, and above all, the most unappealing group of charmless prigs ever assembled on TV. If the town hall itself didn't prove that, the indignation of CNN's roundtable afterward did. And then he goes on to say, Number dos. Two. Yes. CNN is a political outfit, and whether you are a politician or super PAC or a lobbying group, the last thing a political outfit can afford is to lose its base of support. Your base is everything, and CNN's teeny tiny base is about 450,000 members of the woke Gestapo and a handful of conservatives who can't stop hate-watching. That fact is the real reason last night was a catastrophe for CNN by handing Trump a forum and allowing Trump to look as good as he did, and he's never been better. CNN alienated, infuriated its base. Look around. The resentment from the woke Gestapo is everywhere, and the woke Gestapo doesn't forgive. That cute little Hitler, I love this, that cute little Hitler we call AOC, spoke for almost everyone's CNN residual reviewers when she tweeted this delightful piece of, well, I never nests last night. CNN should be ashamed of themselves. They have lost total control of this town hall meeting to again be manipulated into the platforming election disinformation defenses of January 6th and a public attack 
on sexual abuse victim. The audience is cheering him on and laughing at the host. In the twisted and demented minds of the woke Gestapo. This would have been good on TV. Trump launched a public attack on a sexual abuse victim. That CNN allowed that will be seen as unforgivable. But to anyone sane, Trump was defending himself by pointing out the utter ludicrousness of his accuser ludicrous story. And cute litter Hitler is blaming only CNN. Here's her follow-up tweet. Do you want me to do it in that funny voice or not? No, no, no. Just okay. to get, it, get it out there. All right. This falls squarely on CNN. Everyone here saw exactly what was going to happen. Instead, they put a sexual abuse victim in harm's way for views. This was a choice to platform lies about the election in January 6th and no plan but to have their moderator interrupted without consequence. And that is the death of CNN. Last night, CNN committed the dumbest move any political outfit can make. It betrayed its base. Fox News, of course, has repeatedly betrayed its base, but there are not many alternatives to Fox News. There are plenty of alternatives to CNN. And last night, CNN committed the greatest sin you can on the left. It allowed Donald Trump to shine. I mean, it was nuts. It was nuts. It was glorious. All right. He's exactly well, right. I, I, I didn't watch it, but, uh, you know, there are some good, uh, if you want, want to go TV, Newsmax is good. Yeah. You know, uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, people on the right or conservatives are doing podcasts where there'd be yep. Megyn Kelly, um, oh, geez, and, and a whole bunch of other people. But, you know, one of the things that you didn't mention is I think they cut that whole deal about oh yes 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 they cut it short short, yeah because you know he he was just running away with it we call it mercy rule yeah mercy (laughs) rule. okay but uh the other thing too is you know what he was engaging and he seemed articulate and bright for 70 minutes you know i want to see joe biden on newsmax please no no i want i want to see him you know to be able to do the same thing joe biden 70 minutes be you know articulate bright without handlers and on and on joe biden can't even do that with a friendly forum listen you know i'm just putting it out there that you know uh if it's a battle between these two i mean you know maybe we should just stand them up you know without a wall to lean on see who falls down first i don't know i love the fact that the uh the the mainstream media is losing their ever-loving mind because rfk jr is picking up steam and oh, he building should. in the well, polls we've talked about him and he's he, you know uh, well, he started I, out like 10 percent. now well, he's at 19 well i'm not I don't know you what know he is I'm, I'm not a de- democrat and you know but um you know i i'm glad to see somebody new coming up I mean, the people they have there—they don't have a bench. No, they—they they, really—they really, really don't. There's no. like nobody you know, out there. You know, Newsom's looking at the bill for the um, uh, not referendums, but the um, reparations. Reparations is going to land on his desk pretty soon. Oh, he already—I thought he already kicked it, kicked it, kicked it out. No, I don't know that he kicked it out. I just—the I, last I caught it was going to land at his desk, and um, yeah, the price tag was too high, so he kicked it back. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, because that's going to tell you where he is on a lot of this stuff. I mean, you know, just by just by what they're doing to their own people out there defines, you know, where they're going to be. Like when they they talk to people about um, even I think it was Donald Trump and they said, would you outlaw abortion? Yeah. No, he he was he was like he's like right right away. He kind of said no. But yeah, in the case of saving one of the um, uh, the mother of the child's life, I think he said yes. 
Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah. He he took he took the position, which is a reasonable position, which is that by kicking this the 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 Roe v. Wade issue back to the states, it allowed everybody to get to a reasonable middle ground on yeah. this subject, right. which was denied when you took it out of the political process and had the Supreme Court dictate to everybody how this issue needs to be dealt with. And that's been the problem with this from the day <laughs> one. You never ever 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 put. Uh, political issues to the courts. You don't let cultural issues be settled by a, a court. No. That's settled by the political process. Oh, I, I agree with you. And, and you know what people say, you know, I, I listen to some of these news people, you know, well, it's a democracy. No, it's a republic. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a difference between a democracy and a republic. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody has a voice and they get to voice it. And, uh, you know, I, that's important. But you know, I talk about teaching, reading, writing, arithmetic. They need to be teaching history. I mean, they're rewriting history, you know, and it's dangerous well, what that's they're what doing. Well, that's what I was saying. I was going back to my point, which you said earlier, is that they're changing the, the meaning of these words. Like, oh, words absolutely. are completely being fudged, manipulated, to the point at which it's, it's, it's hard to really even have a conversation with people because they don't even understand— like, they don't understand political economics. No. They don't understand how the intermingling of the two and stuff like that, so that when you when you encounter somebody who's spewing something that sounds rather fascistic, you can't say, well, that's fascist, because A, they'll accuse you of accusing this person of being a Nazi, when in fact all you're saying is this person believes in this political system that's an economic system that is the blending of the two, and that's what he believes in, and uh, it, or she believes in. And you can't you can't have a serious conversation anymore about very very serious well, subjects. Well, you know, it, um, once again, you know, we all we all label people uh, with things like that. Um, I'll say it doesn't necessarily help the conversation when we start labeling people. But once again, a lot of people when they hold to their views, they stay there and they mm-hmm. don't move, and they you know bring in more. Well, this is not this is not really necessarily like an insult. This is just going to well, the no, actual I, I, I political economic system. Well, see, I understand where you're what you're talking about, but there are a lot of people out there that don't. Yeah. Okay. It's like the five percent of people that turn out the vote. Yeah. Things like that. There are a lot of people. It's depressing. Right. Well, there are a lot of people that aren't really engaged, and you know some of that's. You know, because uh, they've got to work two jobs to put food on the table, keep a roof over their head, and things like that that are going on. I'm glad to see gas prices drop this week, something pretty ridiculous. But, uh, you know, the grocery store is still as expensive as all get out yep. and things. And, uh, you know, uh, we talk about, well, it wasn't much of a mill rate increase, but who's this hurt? You know, it, it hurts the low income and the seniors. The most, uh, you know, because everything rolls downhill. It always gets passed on. You know, to think that they can uh, uh, level the uh, playing field by, you know, taxing the rich, it, it doesn't work because, you know what, the price of the Twinkie just went up. The price of that ice cream cone just went up, on and on and on. And while you're, no. you're only, you know, noticing a two, three cent increase here or there, but over the scheme of things, it's actually a lot. And uh, people just don't get the economics. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I like about uh, being on a board of finance. You know, two and two is still four. Uh, you know, I don't care who you are. You know, of course, if I die and I ever see God and he tells me it's two and two is wrong, well, I'll have an argument with him. But other than that, you know. Well, it's, 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 but that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, these, the, they've moved the definitions of words to mean things that it, it doesn't 
mean anymore. Yeah, but you know that started a long now, time ago. It, it, when, and it, and it when, has. When the kids used to say, "Oh man, that's bad," you know, and that used to mean good. Yeah, and, but they did. And, and you it, know, all these other kind of things we started. Well, that doing. you're talking about slang. I'm talking like, like from a, from a purely academic level, you cannot have a serious conversation, even even at a university with a professor well, you, now. You've got a lot of colleges that are, you know, passing bills about hate speech and what words they consider hate and this, yeah. that, and the other thing. And that also stops, you know, any kind of intelligent I mean, conversation. We've been, we've been having a period of a ser- – it's been quite some time now, but there have been several now mass shootings that have targeted Christians explicitly. Uh, yes, this 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 transgender activist that murdered Christians in Nashville was the most was one of the more recent ones, but there were others before that. I mean, you no, go I've, go back all the yep. way to Columbine. Even that was a targeted killing of Christians, and by those guys. And you can go back to a variety of these. There was there was one a couple uh, a couple years ago at a university at a university of all places over in uh, I think it was the Oregon or Washington State. Guy shows up murdered a bunch of Christians. Nobody said a dang thing. And this is, this is, and, and so the, this domestic terrorism that's going on against Christians so, explicitly. So you, you, you think there's an actual fraction out there that's got something against Christians and they're, and they want to kill. Yes. Them. Well, okay. All right. No, that, that's fine. I mean, you they've know. said so. Well, all right. Well, we haven't seen any, Never mind. I won't. Even yeah. We say have a manifesto. Yeah. I won't say it on the air. I don't want to give anybody an idea, but, um, this girl has a manifesto. Oh, okay. Well, you know that, that that's one of the things, and I, you know, I I really would like to be able to get a lot of these shooters before they, you know, eat their own bullet or, you know, get shot yeah. by the police to actually be able to try and get into their heads. What are you thinking? Well, you, most most of the cases, these people are very explicit about what they're thinking. Well, Even I'm, before that, obviously, the, we're thinking, I don't like you, and bang. Well, no, it's not just that, but like <laughs> this girl, this girl evidently wrote a complete manifesto. The guy who, who, the Columbine kids, literally went person to person asking them what they believed in. And if they said the wrong thing, he would, they would shoot them dead. And if they said the right thing, they would shoot them in the leg. Uh, in the case of... Thanks. Couldn't let the kids go that said the right thing? <laughs> still had to shoot them in the leg? And then, and then the, then the, then the, 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 uh, the guy who shot the, he, he explicitly said that he was there to kill Christians. Like oh, these okay. people have all been abundantly clear about their hatred of Christians. Okay, and, and we're not allowed to talk about it. Well, in, well, their, their hatred in public. Of, yeah, their hatred about Christians is that because of their uh, abortion stance. And things like that. I have no idea what, know, what what's see, driving that, it. That, that's where that, I want to get. The I want to get down to the bottom and, and find what's driving. Well, you've got to talk if, to the FBI to release that manifesto. Yeah, you know, I mean, if there's a crack in the foundation, you got to dig a little deeper and find out what's settling or what's moving. And on mm-hmm. and on, you know, uh, you really got to fix the bo- the basis of the problem, not just try and cover up what's actually happening. And, happening. and you know, they talk about the guns, the guns, the guns. The guns are an animate object. Mm-hmm. It's the person behind it. I mean, it's just like we had somebody uh, drive a car into a pile of people uh, just the yeah. other day, too. You know, so now the car's a weapon. You know, mm-hmm. the car's always been a weapon. You yeah. know, whether it's a car, a truck, or a bus. You know, they're, they're weapons. And, uh, you know, you, you can do a lot of carnage with them. But, you know, there is something uh, where we have to, I'm going to use the term drill down. Mm-hmm. And get to the underlying cause of all this stuff. And one of the things I see that's going on in the politics and, you know, one side or the other, um, just promotes division. 
Just a vision. Nobody yeah. wants nobody wants the United States to come together and act as a unit anymore. They want to keep us divided because you know the old adage is uh, divided they fall. It's yep. the easiest way to conquer. To divide everybody up and make it easy uh, to take over. So uh, yeah, no, there's a lot going on, but I don't know what 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 the answer is. I mean, I, I, we have elections coming up. Um, it, it, watching what's going on with the debt ceiling and all this stuff. And, you know, we've all been through this again. If mm-hmm. we don't pass something and we go past the day, you know what they'll do? They'll close a, a, a federal park like they did yeah. last time. They'll do a little bit of this. They'll do a little bit of that. Well, the problem the you problem know, they have with this is that the, – but the problem that they, they're going to hit with that is is that – Kevin McCarthy, who has done a fantastic job, by oh, the way, no, I... um, he passed a uh, he he actually gave them a bill, and it was a no, reasonable one hundred percent. They they passed a budget, and um, you know they got Biden is in a, is in, is 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 in a in a very bad situation, and the Democrats in general in the Senate are in a bad situation because number one, you got the incognizant. Uh, Diane Feinstein, who just kind of is, exists, like a, like a well, nice she, little she, weekend well, she, at Bernie's. She, right, she just called, came in. Yeah, I, I'm, she's back. clearly not. She's clearly not there. And then you have that other guy who's clearly not there from Pennsylvania. Yep. yep. And um, and a variety of others, but they are in a very tough spot because the problem is 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 that Kevin McCarthy got got the budget through. And now they have something to work with. Right. And now it's on Biden's plate, and he's got to figure out how he wants to deal with it. And, and say, just not talking to Kevin McCarthy and not having a conversation about cutting spending is not an answer. Yeah, it doesn't work. And so he will be responsible. He will, he will ultimately be responsible for shutting down the government. It yep. will not be blamed on the Republicans in the House. It will be blamed on him because he is per- they passed their budget. They did their job, yep. and they got it done. Yep. Now it's on to the Democrats in the Senate to do their job. And yep. if they don't do their job, it's okay. fine. Yeah. Then they're the ones, they're the losers that get to wear the big fat L around their necks and, and take it to the voters and explain to them why it was they failed to do their job. Right. Same thing with President but, Biden. You know, and it, and it, you know, uh, I talked about uh, being manipulated. Uh, with the school boards and stuff like that, and they're going to do the same thing. You notice how they talk about well, oh, your, absolutely, your Social Security check isn't going to come out. Yeah, you know, and like I said, nobody in, that works for the federal government that's getting a paycheck is going to get slighted from their paycheck, or they're going to take away their raises from the year. They're going to attack the public, the taxpayer, just like yeah. the teachers unions do, and on and on. The sad thing is, they're attacking their own voters. Well, that yeah, right. Right. So uh, I mean, the people who are going to be most affected negatively by them shutting down the government are going to be their voters. Oh, absolutely. Which is why this is honestly going to backfire, because, I I mean, it's not like the Republicans. I mean, it's not going to motivate the Republicans. It's not going to hurt the Republicans. It's going to motivate the Democrats, their base, to vote against them. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, uh, uh, with the economy being the way it is, all the border talk going on, uh, Joe Biden seemed to be incompetent and. You know, I'd, I'd really like to see him, you know, have a conversation like Trump did for 70 minutes. 
I'd like to see that. We, we both know that's not going to happen. Well, you, you, it, but it you, you asked, should happen. You were asking. If, if he thinks he's, you know, um, if his playbook is to hide in the basement like he did in 2020. That is his playbook. Well, you know, I, I don't think it's going to work out all that well for him. You know, I, I he wants to play that. Kennedy might come out and beat him. Oh, God bless him if he does. You know, I mean, you know, suppose there are uh, primaries. Is he not going to show up to the primary? Is he just going to call in every single favor and pay everybody off? Well, with they're not having they're not having primary debates. Who? The, the Democrats. Dems? Why not? They've they've already I, announced I, it. They're not having I, primary debates. I mean, debates. if I was uh, Kennedy, I'd be jumping up and down. They are jumping up and yeah. down. they're complaining about it. Oh, absolutely. But Biden Biden isn't going to show up in any of the debates. Well, then you know what? You lose. He should lose. Right. Right. You know, he doesn't show up at the debates. How does he expect to win? I just, you know, I mean, it's 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 on the Democrats to, to oh, vote for right. somebody well, different. You know, yeah, but see, we have a failing our government and our the people in the government are failing the citizens. I mean, he's if he won't come out and debate, he is failing his electorate, electorate yeah. by by not standing by his positions, telling people where he's going to be and what he's going to do. You know, I'm I'm all there with you, but I just I'm I'm being a realist on this. I I, I just don't. I, I, you know, there's a part of me that agrees with you, but the other part of me, you know, if you're a Democrat out there and you're thinking about voting for Biden, wouldn't you like to know he's still standing? You know that he can. Yeah, I'd like to know he has a has a pulse. You know, you like to see he's alive. We can at Bernie, right? I think healthy debates are very good. Uh, You know. you know, him just uh, being arrogant and dismissing people, I think, is wrong. And even when Trump does it, I think it's wrong, you know. But um, it, it's very important that we have open debates mm-hmm. and and then call mom, you know, because it was funny. Like Tucker uh, said uh, in that little monologue there, you know, that it would pass um, the uh, checks by the news media. When they do their own checks or whatever. Uh, fact is, checks. Fact checks, yeah. Well, you know, when they're making up the facts, it's easy to fact check it and yeah. this and that. So, you know, um, should they be fact checked? Should they be called on it? You know, maybe they should have a debate and then have to come back in a week and answer all the fact check questions and things like that. I just would like to see him show up at a debate, Well, period. Y- you know, number one... I would like to see the brightest, the smartest, and the best people running this country we have. So I'm announcing my run. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Just teasing you. But, you know, um, that's what I'd love to to see. And you know what? We beat these people up. And if this Biden crime family thing is true and, you know, the government's involved and the FBI and everybody's involved in this stuff, we got some pretty serious problems going on in this country. Yes, we do. Because, you know, that's not so different than Putin and what he runs over there. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, hey, listen, we're done for tonight. Uh, Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully the weather will be great. Until next week, good night and God bless.